The App Guide podcast is brought to you by Gummy Cube, big data analytics from the app stores. To get accurate mobile data, go to gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-Cube-C-U-B-E.com, gummycube.com. And thanks very much to Gummy Cube for sponsoring this episode. Apptentive. Apptentive are trusted and loved by thousands of customers and some of the biggest brands out there. Brands such as Evernote, Big Fish Games, StockTwits, Nordstrom. So to get this kind of attention and give your app some love, go to apptentive.com forward slash appguy. That's all lowercase. Apptentive.com forward slash appguy. Get a free mobile consultation from their customer experience experts. Newmob, N-E-U-M-O-B. Newmob have created a solution to speed your mobile apps by two to 10 times, simply by integrating their two-line SDK. Go and check out more. It's newmob.com, N-E-U-M-O-B.com. And by B7Dev, that's B7Dev.com. App design and development, they make your app idea become a reality. The founder called Haim is a very good friend of mine, so make sure that you mention my name when you reach out to them. Thanks very much to B7Dev. Hi, I'm Matthew Rigolot, co-founder and CEO of Haibu, and this is the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, uh, it's Paul Kemp. I go around the world and I introduce you to CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, because it helps you with whatever you're doing. If you're working in a corporate environment, maybe you get inspired to leave and set up your own app company, your own startup. We've had people that have done this on the show. So today I've got a good guest for us because I feel like we're going to learn a lot about the subject. His name is Sefi Shapira, and he is the CEO of EscapeX. We're going to learn about EscapeX. Sefi, welcome to the App Guide podcast. Thank you very much. It's uh, my pleasure to be here. So tell us about EscapeX. I know it's social engagement. Tell us what it is you're doing. Uh, what EscapeX does is it helps very large social media influencers that have audiences of millions or even tens of millions of audience to better control, monetize, and engage directly with their audience and not necessarily going through the social networks by by having their own personal applications that they can provide to their audience. And this really deals with a core challenge that has become uh, uh, wide-reaching in in the social media landscape where influencers cannot monetize their audience and cannot even access them because the, the social networks are causing a barrier between them and their audience by filtering messages and by limiting access. So that's in high level what we do. You know, that is absolutely fantastic because we've had a lot of founders on this show, a lot of influencers who often talk about when Facebook changed their algorithm to, so you had to boost every post and it, it caused a lot of disruption. I mean, that was that one of the first examples, I guess, of social media's companies like Facebook changing the rules to the detriment of content creators. I think really the challenge is is on two specific issues. The first, as you mentioned correctly, is just the inability to access audience that influencers have acquired uh, painstakingly, you know, through marketing efforts. And when they want to communicate with them, they actually now have to pay again, not just on acquisition, but actually on, on the direct communication. But there's, of course, is a more uh, fundamental issue, 
the more fundamental issue is that uh, these influencers are primarily using social media as a marketing tool to try to, for example, drive sales of, of merchandise or in case of artists of, of tickets or music downloads, while at the same time, while they're engaging with their audience, the social networks are actually making money uh, from the engagement itself. So one of the core messages that we convey to these influencers is that they should join the engagement economy, which means specifically that instead of using social engagement to try to drive sales, to realize that social engagement is actually sales. So engagement is currency. So just by having people look at your posts or videos or, or engage with you, that in, in itself is generating uh, revenues and they should benefit from these revenues. So, Sefi, I have had a number of guests on this show that either have reached out and, and done partnerships with influencers. I'm thinking of the Yes No app founder who did a partnership with a Vine celebrity who's got hundreds of millions of views. And I think there's a lot of people listening to this who could reach out and maybe offer like EscapeX as a solution for them as part of the deal that they're doing with them. Can we go into a little bit more of the mechanics of actually how it is you're bypassing the engagement through, you know, the normal channels like Facebook, et cetera, and going and getting direct access to your audience? Yes. So let's take a specific example. So one of our recent influencers uh, that, that joined our platform is a very young uh, band called Emblem 3. So they were finalists in the X Factor. There are three kids, uh, I think they're around 19, and they recently decided to release an album, a music album. And they looked at uh, the different alternatives, you know, releasing it on iTunes, releasing it on Spotify, and finally decided to release their album in the format of an app, an EscapeX application. And that's called the Emblem 3 app. You can download it from any one of the app stores. So what they basically did is they made their content exclusively available inside their application. So you could not get it on iTunes, on YouTube, on Spotify, Pandora, anywhere else. And this drove their fans to download the album. But on top of the album itself, they started to communicate socially through the application. So once uh, you know their fan base actually downloaded the album, then they started returning into the application for social engagement. For example, they asked uh, their fan base, which, as you can imagine, a large percentage of which is, is young girls, you know, who would like to go on a date with one of the singers in a specific city. And they had 75,000 girls uh, <laughs> uh, reply to that uh, ask, <laughs> and telling them why it, sh it should be them. And as you can imagine... Yeah, this, I have that problem all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, so, and while these girls were posting you know, and trying to persuade, inside the feed, they actually presented uh, native ads, which, by the way, Facebook provided, that were provided by the Facebook uh, audience platform, and monetized these ads on a CPM of over $5 okay, per, per, per thousand impressions. So just by having this conversation with their fan base, which they attracted through the music, they generated tens of thousands of dollars of revenue without a single fan paying a dollar. So again, the fans did not pay for the music. The fans did not pay anything. They basically monetized the engagement, where in the past, they would run this type of campaign on, on social media. And while the social media itself would monetize the engagement through advertising, they would not have made a single dollar. So I think that's an example to, to explain uh, the specifics of the idea. 
Okay, this is terrific because we've also had app entrepreneurs build apps for very you know successful influencers. But what I'm guessing is you can use Escapex to create the app, is it? So that then that's the app that is used to have the engagement. Yes. So what makes us unique is that EscapeX is what I like to call a white label collaborative platform, which means that the influencer has his own application. For example, there is an Emblem 3 application or a Bob Marley application, but these applications all sit on a centralized platform and they share a content with each other. So basically, if you download one of the applications, you can basically access through that application content from the other applications because consumers would like to have a wide range of content, not limited to an island app that just contains music, for example, from Emblem 3. So inside the Emblem 3 app, you can listen to all of your iTunes music, to music from YouTube or music from multiple sources, for example. So it doesn't limit it only to the music from the influencer. And I think that that's one of the key things that, that people don't always appreciate. And whenever you look at what I like to call you know, new power, which means when you're building an ecosystem that tries to deal with centralized systems, it, it's not enough to have mass adoption. You also need peer collaboration and coordination. You need many, many influencers to work together in order to create this alternative ecosystem. You can't just have them do it alone, one at a time. Yeah, talk us through then what the biggest challenge is for you in your business right now in getting this out here. I'll give you my guess. My guess is that it must be quite challenging to get people off of the usual apps that they're using and into the um, you know the the individual app. And obviously, you used a great example of the album. But what what is the biggest challenge that you're facing in your business? You're correct. I think by far the biggest challenge is the fact that consumers now use a very small amount of applications intensely. They usually have four or five applications that they use on a daily basis, and then the rest, you know, they use very infrequently. So really, the way that we're addressing them, this is, is providing a small amount of the influencer's audience, which is usually our goal is to convert around 2% of the total audience base into steady monthly active users. Now, again, some of our influencers have 50 to 100 million audience. This is still a significant amount. But really providing them content and providing them the ability to access and engage with the influencer where it's just not available in any other channel. And again, let me give you a specific example. Okay, So take the example I gave you with the 75,000 girls. As you can imagine, what percentage of these responses do you think the influencer can actually, or Emblem 3 can actually read? I mean, how many of these messages can they read? Maybe a few hundred. They're not going to go through 75,000. And as you can imagine, every time a celebrity or a large influencer posts and gets 50,000 or 100,000 responses, it's basically the consumers are shouting into an abyss. In all probability, nobody will ever see your attempt to communicate. But what if there was a way that you could differentiate your engagement from others in a way that could ensure or significantly increase the probability that it would be seen and responded to? Okay, that's a problem that currently is not being addressed in social media. And that's a problem that's very large when you're talking about large influencers with large audience trying to have a conversation. So even if I'm a super fan, even if I have you know clout, even if I have the ability to quote unquote pay to differentiate, there's no mechanism put into place. So these are the type of things that we've implemented into the platform that really make it unique. So through Escape, you can have a methodology or a way to actually engage with very large influencers, celebrities, 
or artists that you really do not have through any other social media. This is a fascinating discussion. I'm really enjoying learning about what you're doing. I guess the perspective of the app, are we talking about you have the app already created through a developer and then we're pulling in your platform as a bolt-on? Or is it that anyone would actually go to EscapeX for the entirety of the app? We provide the entirety of the application, including uh, hosting it on the App Store, uh, maintaining it. So we provide a complete end-to-end service. And that's why, at least at this stage, we're focusing on large influencers. So we have influencers right now with an aggregate of about a billion social audience, on (laughs) on average about 10 million each. So... On the high end, you know, we have artists like, you know, Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin and, you know, and Acar and Prince Royce and we have the Bob Barley estate. And we also have smaller YouTubers. I would say the, the, the smallest influencers probably range around five to 10 million audience. That's at the low end. My natural question to you then is how are you actually getting these influencers interested in EscapeX? Because I can imagine they have a lot of other opportunities. How do you get in front of them to let them know about this pretty awesome service you're, you're offering? There's two parts to that. The first is, is getting in front of them, which of course required you know, building the right relationships, at least initially, just to get in front of the right people. Uh, but you'd be surprised once in front of them, and I, and I personally met most of them myself, the nature of the conversation is actually highly differentiated between other providers. So the conversation that they are used to hearing which is the conversation that they hear from, I would say the vast majority of app platforms is the following. I'm having a party at my house. You're a popular guy. So come to my party so everybody comes, right? So I have my brand and I want to drive consumers to my brand. So I would like to use your content and your brand equity to drive my brand. So it could be, you know, Tidal or Spotify or YouTube or, you know, or YouNow or whatever, Backstage. It doesn't matter. I have a brand and I'm trying to drive it. Now, the conversation that we have with them is you're having a party at your house and I'm coming over and bringing snacks, okay? So this is your party, okay? So the application is your brand. It's just an extension of your brand equity. And you'd be surprised that the amount of companies that actually position themselves this way is very, very small. The vast majority have a centralized platform. So the white label approach actually makes them much more uh, accepting to the concept because it is their application. You know, they own the users. We're basically providing them a tool that they can use to uh, better improve, you know, the communication and monetization of their audience. So that's, I think, what really helped us to get to these really, really large brands. The Bob Barley Estate, for example, is a billion-dollar brand. As you can imagine, they're very sensitive about their brand equity, and you can't pay them to do this type of stuff. By the way, we've never paid a dollar to anyone to join the platform, of course, as you can imagine. They all did it because they, they wanted to use the tool. So this is the opportunity I have to thank my sponsor, Apptentive. Now, Apptentive, if you go to their website, it's apptentive.com forward slash app guy, you'll be able to get a free mobile consultation, but also they'll probably send you, if you ask, a ebook that has 55 pages and actually has never seen before data from their Apptentive 2015 consumer survey. It's really everything you need to know about App Store ratings and reviews. Now, we know that ratings and reviews climb you up the charts and in fact i've seen from the podcast it doesn't take that many ratings or reviews of five star to get you uh, higher up in the charts the same as for apps so you need to know about app store ratings and reviews 
go and check out their book. It's an ebook. As I say, go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy, apptentive.com forward slash app guy, sign up for the free mobile consultation and get the ebook as well if you request that. It's also on their site if you just search around. Uh, have a look. It's great. Thanks very much to Apptentive for being such a great continued sponsor of the show. So I have a highly relevant sponsor for the show. It's called Gummy Cube. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com. Gummy Cube. And they are the world's best experts when it comes to app store optimization. Now, what they can do is help you answer these questions. What are the best keywords to target for your app? What's the best name for your app? What's the best description? You see, Apple and Google use those details to rank your app. So you need to be thinking about them. You need to be A, B, A, B split testing them and, and just doing a lot of work with App Store optimization. So to take the headache away from you, just go and use the world's best experts in App Store optimization. That's Gummy Cube. So I want to thank Gummy Cube for being an awesome sponsor and just remind you that you can go to www.gummycube.com and go and check out what they can do for you. Thanks very much for supporting the show. So there's two more things we need to do before we say goodbye to you, Safi. One is that we love to get inspirational guests on like yourself because people do actually leave a corporate job or change their career based on the inspirational stories of guests. So I'd love to know about your lifestyle, your, if there isn't like a typical day that you go through. I mean, it sounds pretty awesome hanging around celebrities, pitching to them, but could you give us a sense of what it's like to be an entrepreneur you know, working in this space? That's a very interesting and, and wide question. Well, what would you recommend it to anyone listening? Well, I think in general, my recommendation in terms of being an entrepreneur is based on the following, okay? I have met many people who have tried to become entrepreneurs. Some of them decided down the road that it wasn't for them, went back to a corporate job. Some of them became very successful, some of them not so successful. But at the end of the day, I have not met one that has regretted trying. Okay. Nobody has ever regretted giving it a try. So I think that I think is probably the best kind of statement on this is that I think it's worth, it's worth trying it. And I think in, especially in today's ecosystem where the entry barrier to building very large companies is much thinner than it was in the past, then I think definitely it's worth a try. That's kind of my general take on it. I love that. I love that quote. So no entrepreneur has ever regretted trying. And with, I think that's the first time we've heard anyone phrase it like that, but it's just so great to hear that. I'm sure there's a lot of people in corporate jobs that have actually regretted the career decision or other stuff. So the final thing then is I wondered if like you could, for all those entrepreneurs listening and app founders and people that are really trying hard, what, what um, would be your biggest suggestion to them now if they're just getting started? What could be your best advice? I guess my best advice is that to understand the limited value of ideas and the massive value of traction. So when I started doing business in mobile content, this I'm talking about about 15 years ago, nobody really understood what was going on. People were asking me questions. Today, everybody from my maid to my mom has a, an idea for an app. Okay, everybody has ideas. I get you know flooded with ideas on a daily <laughs> basis, and ideas actually have much less value than people think. It's really about execution and it's really about generating traction and engaging with the consumers. So really don't think too much, get out there, start working. And as you do, things will evolve. 
and don't spend too much time theorizing and being you know platonic about you know the idea get out into the market and, and see if, if your idea really you know, stands the test of the market that that would probably be my my biggest advice that's great and just on top of that i did actually have the author of a book called traction on which is in the archives so anyone listening who wants to go back to that maybe go and download the um, archives on the podcast and uh, you'll get to that so this has been a terrific chat. Wow, absolutely fantastic. I recommend everyone listening to uh, just go to the show notes. It's on the appguy.co. Uh, this is episode 456. But in the meantime, Safi, what's the best way of getting in touch and reaching out to you? Uh, I think the best way is just to go on our website, you know, anybody, escapex.com, and then leave a note and it goes directly, get directly to me. So that's the easiest way. Fantastic. That's excellent. Well, thanks very much for coming on the App Guide podcast and telling us about EscapeX and all the best with the circles that you're uh, dealing in of all those celebrities. Maybe uh, if anyone is a celebrity listening to this, they should reach out to you. Okay, great. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Also remember that this episode has been brought to you by Apptentive. They have the intelligent ratings reviews widget, and you need to use this to get higher up the charts and get better reviews going onto your review page. So go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's apptentive.com forward slash app guy, all over case. And thank you, Apptentive, for continuing to support the show. Just to remind you that this show is sponsored by GummyCube. GummyCube are a big data company that are collecting data into DataCube, which is pulling data from the app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. So go and use an app store optimization company that is getting its data from the app stores and not from web searches, which do not relate really to what's going on in the app store. Go and check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. Thank you very much to GummyCube. They're just such a great supporter of this show.